What? <laughs> what? What prize did you get? Just you're gonna have to win to see what the prizes are. Hi, I'm Paul. I'm Abby. And I'm Chelsea, and welcome to Three to Beam Up. Today we are talking about season one, episode twenty-two, Space Seed. I might have almost been too loud. <laughs> so, guys, do you remember in the 1990s those eugenics wars? I, I do recall those, yeah. They were rough. They those were rough. 1990s. Man. World War Three did not work out well for me. No, no, generally. I mean, it's, it's why we're living in the darkest timeline now, really. I mean... <laughs> Anyway, so this episode of, of Star Trek is great. The end. I it think really I'm done is. now. I think I'm done now. That's all I really well, have to say. Well, I think there's things we can say. <laughs> no, there are. I have I have things. I have I have a lot of um, abusive relationship conversations I yeah. want to yeah. have. <laughs> I was going to say, that's probably going to be the majority of our talk. So, okay. Uh, all right. Should we, are we going to go to the beginning? Probably. They all know Morris code. That's a weird one. Yeah. Also... Oh, Kirk is a jerk to her uh, for no reason. I know. She's just doing her job and, and saying like, like what the... to her. We and yeah, all know like, Morris Code. We're reading it, Lieutenant. And it's just like, dude, she's doing her job. She's just like, she's saying what the communication is because that is what she's supposed to do. Yep. You don't need to be a jerk about it. <laughs> like, whatever. But yeah, and then Botany Bay shows up and then clacks on, clacks on, clacks on. And... And then, yeah, and then we get, then credits, and then we get Spock and Bones bickering about eugenics. Like, that's a thing that's normal. Yeah, there's, well, a, there's a lot of weird parts yes. of this episode. There's um, a lot of great McCoy parts in this episode. And it starts uh, at the beginning. My favorite is when he complains about both away missions and the transporter <laughs> within, like, five minutes. Kirk's like, you want to go on this away message? And Bones is like, oh, my God, do I have a choice? I do not want to go on this away <laughs> And Kirk away, is uh, like, uh, no, you don't have a choice, actually. You're coming. <laughs> and Bones is like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I was, then... like, really excited to not go for yeah. once. Yeah. I will also say at the very opening, I thought macgyvers is like one of the most interesting women we've seen before she meets khan really we go to her quarters she it's full of like interesting archaeological items she's got this like very interesting painting hobby very rarely do the love interests have like a hobby right and she actually is like pretty talented i my question from her quarters though was like (sighs) do they is is she the only historian 
or is she like a 20th the, century historian? The way she, I think she's the only historian. The way she, she talks, seems to be, she's the only one. Yeah, the way, but, and the way Kirk like talks about historians like they're terrible, it, it yeah. seems like she's the <laughs> But only it seems one. like she barely has anything in her quarters funny, from the 19th century. Like, she yeah. is clearly a specialist in much older cultures. Um, and so to know all these like very specific things about these wars in the late 20th century um i don't know it paints this it paints this monolithic picture of like oh you're a historian so you know every historical fact yeah which is generally not well, the case you usually specialize thought, yeah yeah i mean if they hadn't showed her being like literally called out of her quarters on the spot what i would have thought is she would have just you know spent a day or two refreshing right like reading over things like like going over all the most pertinent facts researching figuring out what it could be because i feel that like had probably eight to ten solid hours i think you could figure out a lot you know just with like a well, base and that's what spock knowledge. is doing right spock is like yeah. going through the records and there just like aren't records of this right so the fact that she's able to piece together all these sorts of things that like aren't in the records it's uh, pretty amazing it's also well it's not amazing it's 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 like unclear why that would be the case um it would be like if all extant copies of a, a of a work were destroyed like completely and then she was just like oh yeah that work said these things um mm. like she doesn't have the capability to have this knowledge in this universe presumably so i don't know it's weird mm. i feel like it made sense i liked it i've I, I come with Paul on this one. It doesn't like where her where her knowledge comes from doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't care that it doesn't make sense. I just like I I, I just think she's interesting. I think she's an interesting I mean, character. I agree. Um, I like that they have someone who's a different specialist, and I like like you said that they gave her hobbies. Um, because I like there's like some dimension to her personality. Yeah, I mean well, you guys know my favorite love interest of all time is Reyna, um, the robot. Uh, and she's a robot. Yeah. <laughs> but she was so interesting. Oh, her and um Edith. Oh my goodness. I love Edith and I love um the she's one the where one. Uh, she's blind. Yeah. Blind girl. Oh, yeah, Dana Moldauer. Yeah, Dana yeah. Moldauer. Yeah, she's just great. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. But this I, one, uh, this I, don't know, I have trouble. This one starts out pretty well and then things go downhill. Oh. Oh, real so fast? Yeah. Like, real fast. I, like, they get onto, the, like, the Botany Bay, and she's, like, sees him, and she, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> she gets the soft focus filter. Yeah, she the, does. She does. You're heart, heart music. Yeah. And then it's, it's over. Which I, which like I because mean, it... can't really blame her, frankly. Like, Ricardo no, Montalban. a babe. Like, for reals. But still... Um, immediately being like, yeah, I'll totally betray my ship and my shipmates. Like, that, that seems That's uh, a little quick. Yeah. <laughs> she also, I mean, there's a tricky, there's a tricky minefield in this, right? Because there is, she's a victim in this to some degree. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. She definitely But is. she also, it would be easier to see that if she wasn't introduced in such a way that she was like pretty pro-tyranny from the start before he has yeah. any influence on her. She's like from the start, like, oh yeah, like too bad you guys Dictators. didn't win because it would have been, you know. And it's like that's that's a hard that's rough. That's a hard character choice mm -hmm. that makes her not very um 
sympathetic. Yeah. They should have, I didn't like that. Yeah, it seems a little too much like. Nor did I think it made sense. It's a little bit too much like romanticizing Hitler. Like, it's, 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 it's not a great look. It's not great. Well, and it doesn't, like, why has she chosen to dedicate herself to Starfleet if, like, those are her feelings? Yeah, it didn't, a lot of it didn't make sense. Well, let's say the rest of the crew does this too, except Spock. Like, yeah, Spock is rightfully Scotty, horrified. Scotty has a line later that oh, is like, 100%. you know, oh, you know, even knowing all the things that they did, I kind of liked him in the scope of history. And then Kirk says something like, yeah, he really just was a Superman. <laughs> and they're like, these are, and Spock is horrified. It's like, yeah, yeah Spock, rightfully, rightfully horrified. <laughs> Spock, Spock should just it's space so everybody and take the ship right? to, to, to Starbase. Like, I mean, it's so bad. Like, it's so bad in terms of just like, like politically and like dictatorship land. But it's so bad in terms of just like scary man and like toxic man bad. Yeah. Like, it's I don't know. Yeah, it's, ah! it's, it's you know, and then they all laugh at it like it's funny. Yeah, in that same it's scene. a rough. Yeah, and, and Spock still looks rightfully horrified. Like he's just like, why are you? What is happening right now? Yeah. Who are you? What people? the what? What That's have what I he's, he's gotten saying. myself into? Yeah, it's it's definitely like there's parts where it feels better than Patterns of Force, but then there's parts where you could clearly see that the same hands that wrote Patterns of Force mm. had a hand yeah, in this episode. I agree. I, um, I would say it's better than Patterns of Force. Oh, yeah, definitely. In those topics. Yeah. Because he's still at least painted as a villain. Yes. But, but yeah. It's, it's, it's the same hand it's, guiding that one. It's rough. Yeah, there's there's a little bit too much of, like, fascination and with with tyranny and dictatorship and... Well, and I here's why I think that's interesting. Can we go to D&D for a second? Oh, sure. yeah, I've got some D&D. Why not? Okay, great. Well, I think Kirk is lawful good. Like, overall. Maybe neutral. Lawful neutral, maybe. Maybe lawful neutral. Maybe. I might even go chaotic good sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. But but in the end, like, he, he... essentially caters to starfleet well but, and works like within them so in this Spock one he is, is lawful not lawful good. yeah like at the end or lawful neutral, kirk is like hey my duty is to bring you to starbase but i don't know why don't we just drop all charges and send you to a planet like, yeah but but it's recorded and he presumably like that's an official record he presumably he's operating within like the parameters of starfleet and he's delivering those tapes like those are records so yeah, like, and he he has that authority. He even states he has that authority. So that's why I've always thought that Kirk like does operate within the system. But I think Khan is Khan is awful, also extremely lawful, but his moral compass is different. Well, I, I would say he's a true lawful neutral. I don't think he's lawful evil because when they're having that conversation, they talked about how there was no like murders under him, no. Like he I just am, wanted to like like I seize find power. That questionable. Yeah, and, and it's also I mean Spock. I think it's it must be Spock that says it. That like, yeah, but you could have a regime that like completely. It's 1984, right? You could have a 1984 society where there are no murders, like where no one is ever killed, um, and it's still not an ideal society. Like, that's the oh, point. I'm not like, saying it is. Yeah, um, I I agree with you. But I think it's that, it, like, they're both lawful characters, is my point. I think and... he's lawful. I would agree that he is, his motivation is both power and order. But it's law. It's his law. 
Yeah. Right. It's his. It's not Which is like. Which why I kind of I would skew him lawful evil. Yeah, I would too. Because it's his own moral compass. It's not like an external like force. It's his own. It's only his own. Well, and he also internal. Plenty of but he doesn't want to hurt people. He but sees, he will hurt. Them. He sees the well, crew as. Well, that's the as... thing. That's why I think he's lawful evil. He's, okay, I would even take that. He he says in in not unclear terms a number of times like you are completely inferior to me. Mm-hmm. Like you are not human yeah. beings. Like why you are uh, like are are the humans should be doing a lot better. Like you're not worth being called humans essentially. Like he does not he does not mm, view I, I them disagree. as he equals. He says yes, he does not view them as equals, but I guess where are you going with it though? <laughs> I don't know. I think they're actually really close to one another. And they're really similar in a lot of ways. And really, it's Kirk and Khan. Like, I think it's their moral compass more than anything else that differentiates between them. And that's why they, like, don't get along. Or And that's, that's I think, why uh, Kirk puts him on the planet. I think he sees a lot of himself in him. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah. That they are, in a lot of ways, very similar characters. That's it. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say that was a really long exposition. Maybe you can cut that down, Paul. I will say, as long as we're talking about D and D, McCoy misses a whole bunch of passive perception checks and insight checks against deception rolls. And like, I know, right? <laughs> he's missing like, check. He's rolling that one constantly. Kirk's like, I'm gonna question him, and 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 Khan's like. Oh, I feel oh, I, my heart is I a flutter. And, and, and Bones like, is like, he's clearly tired. He's upset. He's tired. Like, you should probably oh, I didn't think that later. at all. I, th- I think he knows exactly what's going on. Bones just, like, sees the best in people and is willing to give him another chance. That's what McGivers, you could argue, too. Like... I agree. Like, I don't know. There's there's a line in there somewhere of, like, helping a... a totalitarian dictator is uh is probably always wrong but oh yeah yeah i mean yeah he is sitting i guess the first one i was saying mccoy's like sitting at his desk that like khan is off on like a 30 degree angle and khan like gets out of bed does a bunch of stretches oh i think he's in another room no because they it's it's there's a room. there's a doorway. There's a doorway. It, it's a doorway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the med bay is a little separate from his office. Yeah. I thought they panned over from the desk because I always no. think that no. desk is. No, no, there's. I, they might be filmed on a similar lot. Uh, okay, okay, then I, I miss that one. They might just turn the camera. To be honest. <laughs> I think that is yeah, the case. Think, that maybe they do just. Turn I think the camera. in real, I think in real life, like there, the set is on the same soundstage, and it, mm-hmm. there is like a wall in the middle. But like, yeah, yeah, it's they are technically but, separate rooms. So I, I think that's the problem, too, that the absolute first thing Khan does is threaten to kill McCoy. Yeah. And McCoy's just like, meh, happens all the time. Yeah, um, this is actually one of... Yeah, it doesn't bring it up to Kirk. Like... Uh, yeah, I, I did... That doesn't bother uh, me. That's that's right in McCoy's character of, like, giving everyone, like, a second and a third chance. Of neglection of duty. No, I don't think that at all. I think he's like, this person is has suffered a lot. They're not thinking clearly. This person presumes that they have been, like, they're captured. Like, they're captured and maybe about to be tortured. Right? Like, they have no idea what's going on. And uh, to be fair, he lets him take the knife. No, I think it's the exact right move. The exact right move is to not blink with Khan. I think not blinking is fine. I think think pulling Kirk aside in the hallway after and saying, hey. Just FYI. (laughs) You know, just so it's in the log. 
or yeah, in I... one of the meetings that they have later yeah. where they're like, hey, who is it? Is this guy a problem? That would be pretty good evidence of something. Uh, but Yeah, it know. would be a... I don't know. He's... I, I, I really don't agree with you two here. He, like, he gives him the knife right away. He doesn't show any more, like, like violence. He's extremely charming. He's extremely disarming. He's charismatic. He's, I mean, that's he another way that him and, that's, that's him and Kirk I mean. are very similar like, is that they have like very he, high con- he voluntarily control. surrenders the weapon. And honestly, I don't know. If I woke up in a strange place completely disoriented, like, it's a good excuse. He doesn't remember the conversation. He doesn't remember what had happened. Mm-hmm. I'd probably want to grab a weapon, too kind of checks out yeah but like but i still think bones probably should have at least noted it in his chart <laughs> like maybe he did who knows be? we know kirk i guess doesn't, i guess kirk doesn't, doesn't read, read the, the notes yeah that's, that's <laughs> yeah, a fair true. point chelsea that's a that very fair true. point <laughs> yep thank you but i will say bones drinks twice because first they're oh, yeah. at their dinner and then second he has a coffee cup and we all know what's in that coffee cup that that blue drink booze <laughs> booze is in that coffee that cup that blue drink I love that blue. I want some of that blue drink you guys. Yeah. All right. And then MacGyver's comes in because she's like, hmm, 20th century man, I want to speak to you. And then he just insults her hair and makes it worse, okay, wait, wait, arguably. Wait. Stop, 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 stop. Can we talk about the hair? Okay, because I, my first thought is her her, her excuse is it's comfortable. But actually, no, I'm pretty sure it's no. regulation. So I went ahead. Oh, and it's not comfortable. Correct. Thank no. you, Abby. <laughs> but I that went ahead and I looked at style. all the women crew members in TOS. And with the exception of um, uh, the very first episode, which is like only kind of canon, uh, number one, they all have their hair up. Which leads me to think that it's regulation to have your hair up. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting um, strategy for Khan to be like, I'm going to insult you, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> and yeah, but that actually works. I know. I don't know why though. <laughs> That's the problem. Is I don't understand why MacGyver's is like, yeah, I'm totally gonna put up with this and let you take the pins out of my hair, and then later I'm gonna change my hair altogether. Well, I don't know. Paul, correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like she just doesn't have, I don't, like, she, if I had a guess, I'd say she doesn't have, like, confidence in herself. And so, like, this man's paying her all this attention. He, like, and he does insult her, but then he immediately, like, fixes her, right? And then is like, now, like, you're beautiful. And, like, so she just wants to do more and more to please him. Is yeah. that how, like, victiming I works? mean, it's, it's hard to tell what the intent for this character was, other than to be, like, a plot point that unlocks his door or like gets him to the teleporter. Like, I'm not sure what else. Well, he needed like an insider. He kind of needed an insider. So like, it makes sense that like, I I have no problem with like, like he seduces her and like, she's his insider on the enterprise. Like that part. I'm like, "Eh, okay. I'm like, it's not a great look, but like, I get it. I just, I, my whole thing is, MacGyver's get man get some therapy like get just you know do better for yourself she, man I, yeah it it yeah I wish <laughs> yeah I mean it's because te- it's textbook abuse it really is yeah. just like absolutely textbook manipulation and like it is horrific and I just I mean, at least at the end, I guess, she kind of is like, don't kill my captain and I will save him. But then she's also like, no, I'll totally go to that planet with him. It's totally fine. Yeah, it's it's one of those where 
it's an interesting question of if she should if she should be given a choice um, of going with or not. Um, that well, and it's like what an awful choice. Like she's going to be court-martialed or be exiled. Yeah, Khan gets a much better choice than that, right? <laughs> Khan gets a much better choice than McGregor. But he's also not an officer not in, in the fed. Yeah, he's not in Starfleet. Fair. Yeah, so doesn't she have that. family or like people? Apparently know. not. Well, it doesn't and this matter. is where this is where if I think part of this is that is that whole idea back from um, well a lot of episodes, but uh, City on the Edge of Forever that Gene Roddenberry did not want evil characters in Starfleet, so. You can't just make McGivers be outright evil to start with, which would make this episode a lot cleaner, right? If she was just like, oh, hmm, I have a fascination with 20th century warlords, hmm, uh, and was like clearly uh, leaning into that as a, as a much more evil character, then I think a lot more of this makes sense. But without the ability to do that as a writer, then you have to write this like really just... I don't know, just this, like, wishy-washy then center. You have, uh, yeah. you have to write it as super cringy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly it. Like, it, she, it, it's super rapey. Like, he constantly interrupts her. He's constantly not listening. He's constantly, like, physically assaulting her. Like, physically, like, grabbing her and doing all this stuff. He's, like, like then, like, like essentially um, gaslighting her with, like, the then, oh, now you must ask to stay. Like, you've done something wrong when she just asked him not to grab her, right? Like, it's all, it's so toxic and so abusive. Him just, like, taking his love away uh, and affections away and attention away when she just tries to talk to him or tries to, like, refuse him physical affection. It would almost be a better character play to have her be someone who did know about this era of history and then be the, like, be the one who figures this out before anyone else and then she tries to kill him, right? That she, like, doesn't go to his room to be seduced. She goes to his room with a phaser, right? That would be an interesting arc for a character. Um, I mean, I don't know where it goes from there. But I think that character is... <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, he could, like... He's, he's a lot stronger. He's a bath of phaser away or something and then take her as a hostage, you know? Um, I think even that's a better arc for this character, but... Oh, I like her as a hostage way better. That, and it would make way more sense if well, she were being or if, forced if she to goes, help him take over the Well, show. I think it could still be interesting if, with her helping him voluntarily if she had started out like, I'm going to kill him so he doesn't destroy us. Yeah, and yeah. he actually uses his charisma and his, like, be like, here's why mm-hmm. I do the things I do. Here's here's all the better things that we can accomplish, blah, blah. And she's seduced by that. That's more interesting. Yeah, yeah. I because agree. she goes to his room and says, I know who you are, Khan. Kanun and Singh, and not in a way like I know what a what a monster of history you were. She's like, can I get your autograph? Yeah, um, it's it's super fangirly, and yeah, and then it's the whole, then it's the yeah. whole textbook abuse scene. Um, yeah. I, oh, I didn't think she knew who he was at all. I thought. That... Oh yeah, she says at some point. She she says, "I know who you are." Yeah, no? she finally recognizes. Uh... She does. They, when he is in her room at one point, she's like, no, I know who you are. I don't know that she says his name, but she she's might like, not say I know his name, who you are. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Guys, I think you're completely misreading that scene. She does say, I know who you are. And then it pans to Khan and he looks fearful. And then she's like, I know your true personality. I know you. Like, but she doesn't know who he is. She never figured it out at I all. I think she she's, did, though. She, no, she loves him. And like that, she's saying she like has an insight to his soul. And then the next scene is Kirk, Spock, and Bones, and Scotty on the computer. And they 
they've figured it out. Yeah, they've figured it out, but I think she knows as well, but it's too late. Like, she's like, I know who you are, and I don't care. Oh, I, that I, that's how I, that's how I read it. That's how I read it. I did not think she figured it out at all. I did. I gave her the benefit of the doubt on that one because she is a historian. Maybe she does know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Maybe she has I, a well, super so secret history I see what you're, you guys are saying now. Yeah, if you think she figured it out, no wonder you think that's sketchy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Oh, and see, so I didn't think she figured she, it out. That's why she I She might not name drop him, but she name drops other, like, dictators from history. That's a different part. Um, she says, like, I know who you are, and then, like, Napoleon. And she, she says some other names. Now that I'm thinking about it. So she might not say Khan there, but she definitely drops names that are like <laughs> monsters from history. Uh, yeah, that's not how yeah. I read that, for sure. Guys, I have another question. Can we jump back to the med bay? Why is there on the med bay wall like a display of knives? Is that supposed to be art? Good question. <laughs> Good question, Chelsea. I mean, it's surgical instruments through time, I guess. It's a, just an art piece. So you interpreted it, too, like yeah. art. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have a better question about Medbay. Um, so the Medbay outfits are capris and deep Vs? <laughs> yep. Like, that's what they are? What? Does anyone know the filming order in this? No. I, I don't care. Was that not, like, established yet? I don't know, but I'm just, I'm wondering if, like, Ricardo Montalban had in his contract that he must always show at least a portion of his chest. Gotta have that like, And so, like, deep Vs on everything, except for the jumpsuits, and, like, even his medbay stuff is, like, super, like, tight and revealing, which I'm not mad about. Like, I'm not mad. I know, no, no, no <laughs> one's just, mad about that, Abby. Um, I'm just, do we... How how appropriate for Med Bay is that outfit though? Well, okay, okay. Can we let's let's can we jump to costumes from that because because there's That's other what questions I was, about appropriate. That costumes. was what I was talking sure. about. Yes. Okay, like for example, I will say his yellow tunic and his awesome. blue band. Awesome. Yes, I agree. I want that. <laughs> um, however, the girl's space bikinis and nets. I have questions. Well, he's in this, like, space net he's in that thing, early, yeah. like, at the beginning. But the dudes, I, my question with that was, okay. They so changed the, into pajamas. The women, yeah. <laughs> the dudes get jumpsuits, and the women are still in the space bikinis and nets. And why, though? Because, did they just not have time yet? Like, because. No, I, I think they're going to just wear the bikinis. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, they don't show up much more in the rest of the episode, right? There might be, like, one in the background. Uh, yeah, there's, women, the women, women don't the show body. up yeah. anymore. Like, the um, dudes are there. But like, yeah, I don't. I, I wonder what they're doing. I don't hanging out on the ship. I guess I, I don't. They don't. It doesn't matter really. But yeah, I had questions about that. But I mean, this is the most outfits worn by a male guest star in Drek. Five. Hmm. He has five nice. outfits. Yeah. So um, he could have had even more. I would have been fine with. Oh it. yeah, he could have definitely had more. It would have been cool because I mean they did so well with his costumes. The whole time was impressive. Well, if we're talking about this part, um, I thought they spent a lot of money probably on this like uh, cryogenic tube area. It's like one of the more detailed little um, scene sceneries places. You guys know what I'm saying? Sets. Sets. (laughs) (laughs) Scenery places. (laughs) Yeah, I loved it, and I loved. Is this the only time they break glass in TOS? It feels no like they've done it before, but I can't place it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool set. It, yeah. It's pretty snazzy. They, like, kind of 
when I was reading a memory alpha is they kind of, they use parts of it other places later, but yeah, I mean, which is what they usually do, but yeah. Okay. So we get to MacGyver's giving like helping con and they're escaping and they're capturing people. Also security is real bad at their jobs again yeah. because we get the, like, they, they contact the bridge and are like, Khan's escaped. We don't know where he is. And meanwhile, we've been seeing Khan, like, on the Botany Bay preparing things. And then it's all of a sudden. Hours. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's taking over the Enterprise and security is just now noticing. Yep. <laughs> like. Yeah. And, like, didn't they hear when he was prying open the door? Couldn't they have turned and had their phaser ready? You would think, but no. Yeah, they failed their they failed their perception rolls. <laughs> I mean, their their security again is bad at their jobs. It's where you like start in Starfleet or something where you just get experience and you're just bad at everything. <laughs> this is this is not the place where the plan goes bad for the Enterprise, though, right? Like, it's also the case earlier on, right? So the scene that we were talking about with um, Sickbot Bay, um, I forget if it's McGivers or McCoy. I think it's McCoy, but I could be wrong. Um, where Khan is like, oh yes, technology must have advanced. Do you have like ship schematics to tell me <laughs> yeah. all of the weaknesses of your ship? I had it's like, questions oh, yeah, whatever. about that. Yeah, sure. No, no, Here's... Kirk gave it to him. Is it Kirk? Kirk? Okay. Oh yeah, Kirk, yeah, Kirk, Kirk gave it. him the cool computer. Okay, it is Kirk? Okay. Uh, yeah. It is Kirk. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Seems like a, great... a bad plan. Seems like a bad plan. Yeah, I, I had questions about that as well, but I was just like, you know what? This is the least of the problems. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we're Whatever. talking about problematic Kirk things in Medbay. He also totally disciplines MacGyver's right in oh, front yeah. of Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> and I think it's also really rich for Kirk to be yelling at a crewmate for, like, romantic relationships or, or romantic undertones, let's say that. There is a line later on between, I, I forget who said it. it, had to be Kirk. Um, <laughs> I think it's before the uh, the dinner party where he says something along the lines like romance, like being romantic with another species isn't uh, against regulations or something. Bones like, says it. Bo- he's Bones says it? Bones, yeah. That's like, and, man, that's yeah. a weird statement. He says, he says something about like, we can't regulate romantic relationships. Like something. It's something Which has like always that. been the read on the Enterprise. Which, yeah. Right? Or else like, why is Kirk constantly seducing women? True. There is a, an interesting gender reversal on this. Um, that's oh, what yeah. I mean. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, that's, it's such a double standard. Yeah, it's it's just one of those where like maybe you should have some regulations on. <laughs> I mean, it's almost prime directive, right? Yeah, it's almost prime direct. There's cultural contamination here. This is a this is yeah. people that you've just pulled from two hundred years in the past, and now you are just giving them textbooks and all sorts of stuff, which is. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like, I mean, they are their own people, but I feel like at the very least, like. I mean, take them to Starbase, which is what they're yeah, trying to they, do. Yeah, they but... gotta, like, go somewhere and... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they've taken over the Enterprise, and Khan... Oh, and Khan off... is in his red shirt, don't forget yeah. that. Khan takes all the air out of the bridge, and everybody passes out, and Kirk's trying to give commendations, like, in the meantime. Mm. <laughs> and everyone passes which out, he, and then... he waits till the absolute 11th hour to do, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And then they end up in, like, the conference room... And Khan gives his whole, like, join me, I have the captain in the pressure cooker, and he's going to explode, and if you don't join me, I will kill him. And everybody's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I don't get the read on this of, like, 
it seems like you'd have some training on this or that Spock would yeah. be able to see through this to be like, Spock could stand up and be like, yeah, sure, I'll help you. Um, and everybody would be like, oh, Mr. Spock. And then he'd be like, oh, perfect. Yes, go turn on the engines or something. And then Spock would go down there and like disable the engines or like jettison yeah, the warp core or something. Um, yeah. Or put in that handy code to do a destruction yeah. sequence. <laughs> so like he's giving them the possibility of stopping him essentially by just saying, yeah, I'll help you. Um, and they're all just like, nah, we'll just watch our captain die. Yeah, and then there's an excuse to beat up Uhura because they beat up Uhura all the time, yeah, which is yeah. unhappy. Not okay, guys. No. Um, don't like it, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, there's some things. But then, okay, so MacGyver's finally is like, um, I'm out, uh, I'm gonna go save Kirk. She goes to save Kirk, and, like, things start to go awry for Khan, and... Um, then Kron goes down to find Kirk, even, and then, okay, here's a thing. So, Spock and Scotty are aware that Khan is loose in the Enterprise. They don't know where he is, but they're gonna give all their plans over, over the Khan, intercom. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why would they do that? So, after, I didn't remember what was going on. I thought that they were tricking him on purpose. No, and they were not. Like, they were. Then I was like, "Oh, you guys are plans. just dumb." <laughs> yeah, yeah I, think Scotty, super... I think Scotty. I think is the one that's like, "Hey, it seems like somebody's going down engineering. Perhaps you should go find him." Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, so they do that, but then we have a great fight scene with Kirk and Khan. Oh, like that is a pretty rad fight scene. They don't even doubles, try though. to hide the stunt doubles. <laughs> no, they don't, like, and I don't. There care. are there are shots like full on, like face, face, face. front, like staring at the camera. Stunt double shots. But it's like, a great choreography, yeah, though. That fight great. choreography is, is awesome. It's I great. do have questions about that, like, lever that Kirk pulls out of the wall. Oh, I, thought that just, seems I, to... I, I thought he was lucky that they were in baton storage. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. that was, that was, I, what are they supposed to do? Like, what are those for? What do they, what do they do? I mean, there, it was useful. It was helpful <laughs> for him to beat Khan. But also, but why, though? <laughs> It seems like bad design. I, yeah. I, I don't know. It would have been but a different yeah. thing if they were down in, like, the arsenal or, like, the sporting goods section. Yeah. Um, I just, like... Could have could have used some stuff, but I guess, sure, pulling that lever out, whatever it does, I hope it's not super necessary for It's part of the warp core. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has jettisoned the warp core, yeah. It was well, convenient it came out. It was. Like that, but then he beats Khan, so it's all fine. And... Yeah, and then it's over, right? They wrap it up. Yeah, and then so, it's so, over. So, 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 so quick. Yeah, and then it's then we have, like, the court-martial kind of hearing, and Kirk's like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm going to drop you off on a planet, and you guys can, like, have at it. And do you want MacGyvers? I guess you can have her if you want her. <laughs> and she's like, I would like to go with them because reasons. And I, a superior woman, I will take her. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Full body shutter. I, I, I can't. Yeah. I can't today. But then the good line of, it would be interesting to return to that world in a hundred years to see what crop had sprung from that seed you planted. Thank yeah. you, Spock. We will be back. Is it's it 20 true. years? Well, so I think the big question I had too is um, if this episode would be so popular if Trek 2 Rathacon hadn't happened. Because I think without the movie... This is kind of just a middling episode. And 
we conflated a lot helped. with the movie. That's fair. I do think it is incredibly helped by Ricardo Montalban being yes. so charismatic. Yes. Like his performance is so good. I so I do think it elevates the episode that is. I think you're right. Pretty middling in yeah. general, but <laughs> because of his performance, I think it. It definitely improves things overall, like because yeah. it's he is riveting to watch. He really <laughs> is. It's uh, I mean, I, and yeah. there's some other things too. Like they have a, a huge budget, right? The the costumes are great. The props are a lot better than usual. There's like the extra. Um, there's Marla's quarters. There's the full shot of engineering that we almost never see. There's the uh, shot of Khan's ship, which and then all those extras. It's helped by quite a bit. I don't know. It's not that bad. No, I I still like this episode in general, and I think, but I think most of it is because of Ricardo Montalban. I just don't like the cringiness of it. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, yeah I, I, think hate, I hate that storyline. Yeah. I really do. But I his his performance though is just so good. It's just so good. Ugh. So remind me what happens. They go to the planet, and then is it's just like within the year. Like Yeah, I forget how long it is. It it's, has to be at least a little while. Yeah, and it's the planet next to it explodes yeah, for some reason. It throws it off um, axis or something. Yeah, it throws it closer or farther from the sun. I forget which. Um, closer, I think, because it's real I hot. I think. Because well, because wait, did they desert, send right? did they send him to SETI Alpha five or six? Five. Okay. Squawk. Is it five? Because I feel like maybe it is. Maybe not. I don't know. It doesn't really because matter. Because in, in Wrath of Khan, they go to a planet thinking it's a different planet. And then he says, like, yeah. this is SETI Alpha, whatever. Yeah. Um, but that would make sense that this was SETI Alpha 6. And 5 got destroyed. So now later they thought that this was 5. That would make sense. Yeah. But I guess yeah. I should have written that down. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember yeah. that now. Yeah, I don't know. Still. Wait, but also in Wrath of Khan... Don't they find the Botany Bay? I think the Botany Bay is what they're using to like. It's their shelter. In? Yeah, but so unless they go back for it, it's like they must I know have it's like in it. space and stuff. Like yeah, because yeah, there's a clear point where Kirk, Kirk is giving voiceover he and he says the they took yeah. the ship and they've discarded the Botany Bay and you see it like mm-hmm. drifting off <laughs> in the yeah. distance. Um, yeah, the only read there is that they had to go back and collect it. All yeah. right. Or it. <laughs> I don't know why, but happened to crash for them to live in to give them like Seti the metal whatever. they needed. I guess it, whatever. It's fine. I don't know, but yeah, it, it wraps matter. up way too quick for. It does. Episode. It does go real fast, but it's, Kirk whatever. beats him in a fist fight, and he's like, "Well, I guess that's it." So. Well, they've knocked everybody else out. They've like gassed the Enterprise, so like they've knocked everybody else out, and so they're in the brig or something, I guess. They're sedated. Correct. Uh, whatever. I don't care. I just, I like watching Ricardo Montalban be, like, evil and charismatic. It's fun. Yeah, fair. Yeah. So, straightforward anti-eugenics message. Don't breed superhumans. Don't have <laughs> nature. What'd uh, you yeah, think? I think it's a muddled one because they also, we didn't talk about it, but McCoy does his same spiel that he always does of, like, Oh yeah, science tried to like make things better, and these these ambitious scientists were trying to make the world better, and they made these supermen. And it's like, 
we, we've had that in a bunch of episodes where it's kind of a pretty dark anti-science read too of like every scientist is an evil scientist essentially mm-hmm. which is weird um from a, a, a it is a I, they, they fix it later fix it they go back to it later i'm like so like with bashir especially i'm thinking in deep space nine yeah i think bashir's so, character is a much more interesting character arc um it's a very interesting arc um all right here let's do another one um women should be controlled and dominated squawk because that's what they want squawk sure anything to add to that abby (laughs) i know because you know what i just i don't have the energy for it i don't like whatever misogyny 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 yeah i mean the women are easy to seduce but they're also backstabbers but then they're also they were backstabbers the first time and like we should admire toxic med yeah there's a lot of capricious duplicity in um in the writing of the women in this well the woman because it there often but... is unfortunately yeah. and then i think probably a fairly straightforward message on the importance of a moral compass and how apparently you can't have one if you are a super eugenics person they but do... the moral compass will win out since kirk has it. they do have um they do have a line that is a twist on because they're always, I'm surprised they didn't just write the line in here, absolute power corrupts, absolutely, right? They love that line. And it's they love that line. <laughs> but they have a variant of it that um, is along the lines of like, um, oh, it was something about ambition. I should have written it down. Um, but like that, the thing they didn't expect is like, Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like ambition is the the thing that was also something. something, It was, I think it was like, like, um, super ambition. Um, They didn't expect that super ambition would be the result of super men. Yeah, something along those lines, yeah. You got got closer than I did. (laughs) Um, But I think that's an interesting line in here, too. Because it's better, it's still not great, but it's better than their standard, like, oh, as soon as you get power, you're going to be corrupted by it. Yes, which would unbridled ambition often leads you to make poor choices that's it i feel like it's fairly pretty surface level i don't want to get much beyond the surface in this one because the surface ones harm me well would would a message (laughs) would would the ending message of it's better to rule in hell than to serve in heaven be a message (laughs) because that's kind of i guess so and like i mean that is what kind of happens to him well yeah I love that he gets there from just, have you read Milton? It's like, I know. I'm like, like, (laughs) like, yeah. Well, that's what I, I, that's part of what leads me to think that they're like really, really similar people. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many things he could have meant. It's up to Kirk to interpret what he meant. And Kirk's like, oh yeah, it's this line. It's this line. There's so many different things he could be trying to imply by just saying, have you read Milton? Well, which means like Kirk could be wrong. Yeah. It's just, it's a weird, it's a weird. It's a weird. It's a weird. We all have questions, do we not? Yeah. I have a question on where Khan goes on this list. Ooh. <sighs> I don't nice know. Segue. <laughs> I don't know where Khan goes. Because I'm kind of eyeing the top of, like, the Gorn. I'm, I'm eyeing the space between the Gorn and the Gorkin. That's where I'm eyeing. Let's see. Where's the Gorn? Because the Gorn are oh, just, you know, superhumanly strong. Yeah. And the Gorgon, I mean, I mean, the Gorgon like, was seduces bad at kids. Yeah. yeah. The Gorgon was bad at things. Pretty bad. Mm. I don't think we're talking about Jack the Ripper, right? There's a hard line above that. 
that this immortal spirit that has lived for hundreds of years killing people I'm across sure the stars. He has alien powers. Like he's he's a person. He's been eugenicsed, but he's he's just like a strong man who's very charismatic and super smart and very smart. Uh... Yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, he's just a much stronger and smarter Severin. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but I, I think that's why he, we're talking about quite a bit higher Above, than Severin. Yeah, yeah, like I think he would have killed the Gorn. I might put him above Romulan Sarek. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of fine anywhere in that zone. Yeah. Because. But, sure. I actually yeah. might put him at the. I might put him at the top there. Above, above M5. M5. Yeah. He probably would have outsmarted M5. Yeah. I feel like. I mean, yeah. M5 does get control of the ship, and he gets control of the ship. Yeah, so they're actually pretty similar. I think above, above. M5. I think above. Chelsea. I think yeah. at the top. Above. Okay. Sounds good. Bingo time? Time for bingo? Yeah. I like this episode for bingo. I've decided just now. <laughs> what are we thinking? I don't know that we got it. There's a ton of recurring characters, aren't there? Um, that Bond's definitely drinks. Kirk don't make out with someone. Or There's a Vulcan next to uh, ancient Earth histories. Um, oh, definitely reverence. They don't quite say the um, the episode title, no, do they? No. Darn, they're close. Yeah, I don't know. They're... I think there's Everyone a lot dies, of things that right? happen a bunch of times, but not enough. Lots of things that makes sense. I agree. Yeah, alas, I think we're out for this one, Abs. Okay, uh, I have one clarifier. Does Khan count as a historic figure showing up? Within the Trek timeline. Ooh, yeah, I think so. Yes. Okay. But not, but not in real history. But so yes. Acceptable. Yeah, in in yeah, in the prime universe of Trek, he's in there. That's fine with me. I just have to ask. Uh, it's my job. <laughs> it's my one job. <laughs> we didn't get it. There's not a lot of cliches in this episode. Like Asian Earth history, yes. There's Captain Logs all over the place. Uh, Spock says illogical a couple times. The Vulcan Nerpinch, uh, recurring actor, Bones drinking, and the historic figure showing up. But like, uh, there's just it's not a lot. It's it's just kind of there. The yeah, it's a little bit all over the place. So no, we were. I mean, we were two away, two different ways. But it's not. That's actually not bad for eh. one like this. I think. Yeah, it's just, yeah, just kind of not, not enough, not enough there, which honestly, some of the slightly better episodes do do a little worse than Bingo, so yeah. it's not surprising, it's not surprising, but now it is time to figure out what we're watching uh, Okay, okay, so I have a question, and my question is this, how many episodes are left? Like um, six or seven? There Sorry. are nine. No, nope. There's ten left. There's ten left. There's ten. Okay. Um, Paul, we have here's, a one, two in ten chance. Here's my question, though. Are, is Paul now out because he's already won once? Well, I'm still going to guess. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Yeah, no, no I mean, he's... <laughs> I get like, first choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving you first choice. Go for it. Okay. Does Also, does but, Paul want to share his prize? Because he's gotten it already. Because I have sent it. <gasps> What? <laughs> what? What prize did you get? Chelsea, you're going to have to win to see what the prizes are. No, the prizes are different. I would do different prizes for both uh, of them. Oh, it's not okay. The same. Yeah, I want to know that. 
Then I'll wait until you get a prize to, to share together. What if I never get a prize? <laughs> this is going to be the worst day of my life. It better be Galileo 7. That's all I got to say. Um, if she says Galileo 7, I'm going to say Private Little War. Let's oh, you, you haven't pulled yet? Okay. I hadn't pulled yet. No, no. Okay. I pulled now. Nope. All around. A mock time. A mock time. Um, nope. Charlie, Charlie X. God nope. damn it. <laughs> What's left? Errand of Mercy. Nope. Oh, then there's only. Abby, can you see oh, what's left? Chelsea, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna t softball you one because you usually say one about Rome. Oh, Rome planet, uh, not <laughs> arena, but the one that's just like arena. But I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna tell that Chelsea one. that that episode is called Bread and Circuses. That is not Bread my and guess. Circuses, Chelsea. Yeah. Okay, then what we're talking about all our, all our yesterdays. Nope. Um, what do we have There left? aren't any left. The Enterprise yes, there incident? Are. The Enterprise no. incident. No. Did we already do that Tholian web? We did Tholian web, yeah. A couple God weeks ago. Me. Oh, uh, the one I've been guessing a bunch. Uh, I Mud. There we go. Hark Yay, I like that episode. Harry <laughs> Mud's back. Harry Mud returns with a plot to take over the Enterprise by stranding the crew on a planet populated by androids under his command. I think we might cool. have done it again where we guessed every episode except the one that it was. I, I it has happened before, and I think <laughs> Chelsea, that is much less probable than I know it really is than just like, guessing it in the first. It's poll. amazing. We should play the opposite of the lottery. Like <laughs> we should short the lottery. Is that what? Yeah, like like do the lottery where you have to guess everything except the correct number. <laughs> <laughs> then we would have won. You guys would have won several times over. Um, all right, lovely listeners. Uh, don't forget you can follow us on your social media of choice, Facebook and Instagram are where we hang out the most. 3 to beam up at beam3. You can find us. You're smart. Uh, info at 3dbeamup.com for emails if that is your jam. Uh, and join us next time when we watch iMud. <laughs>